Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan. I'm here with Pastor Matt Yant. And uh, today we're going to be reading from Luke 2. I'm, um, I'm here with Apostle Brendan McClenahan. Because yeah, is, that is your lead role in the uh-huh, fivefold, and uh-huh. I'm so grateful for that. Hey, Brendan, <laughs> did you know that, uh, has it sunk in that today is the last day of 2020? Yes. <laughs> Rachel, um, Rachel makes calendars mm-hmm. as gifts. That's like her gift. And if the people who got the calendar, she makes, she only makes like three or four. It's like for family. Mm-hmm. If people who got the calendars knew how much time she spends on making those things, they'd probably mm-hmm. be like, please, you don't have to make those for me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. She spends an inordinate amount of time in these calendars. But what she put on the front of these calendars, it's you know, like a picture of the family. Yeah. And then there's like a little title and it says, 2021 and then the subtitle is better than 2020 <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to take much we might like actually accomplish that on january 1 <laughs> <laughs> who knows no like okay. i get yeah. it like we're we're always it's going to become its own verb like 2020 you know uh-huh. or things like that but um i hope myself especially and all of us uh, don't just dismiss 2020 because as we read these scriptures in, in this week and in the Bible reading plan, like um, there's been other years like 2020 for people in the scriptures. And you know what? Like, I think when you read the whole story, uh, they, they were necessary and, and or at the very least um, God used them for good. And, and so like uh, it might take us some distance to look back and to realize it, but um I'm believing like there's, there's a lot of good that we're going to discover um, out of 2020. Um, Cause otherwise, like, what was the point? Like the, the, there has, there's, there's good coming. I, I believe strongly, but I'll still joke about it as well. It's going to be fun <laughs> to joke about like 2020. Yeah, indeed. Um, well, this morning we're going to be reading Luke two verses 22 through 40. <laughs> it's a little bit longer, Matt. Would you like to, Split this up with me. Yep. You want to, one of us read the Simeon part and one of us read the Anna part? Well, I guess that would be too short. Yeah. How about you read 22 through 32 and I'll read 33 through 40. Done. All right. right. Here we go. Jesus presented in the temple. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him, talking about Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves and two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, 
Simeon took him in his arms and he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At the moment she came and began to praise God and speak to the child, speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Hmm. So, Matt, what are you seeing in this passage? I love this story. Um, I, I think uh, the, the, the thing that, that immediately jumped out to me uh, when I read it um, was, you know, like this, this, this con- you know, for context, like, you know, we obviously live... Um, on the other side of all this, you know, at this point in time, though, in this story, Jesus is still a baby. He's just days old. Um, he hasn't grown up, died, um, was resurrected, ascended into heaven, sent the Holy Spirit. None of that stuff has happened yet. You know, we live on the other side of all that. So we talk about the Holy Spirit quite frequently or or we should. I mean, Galatians 4 yesterday talked about the sign of our adoption as sons and daughters is we have his spirit. We have Jesus's spirit in us. But the Holy Spirit hasn't been poured out on everybody yet. So I just love how, it dis- how Luke describes Simeon. I mean, Luke's just so tender in, in just his portrayal of-, of these two like older people, you know, a man and a woman. Um, but he- the way he describes Simeon is, you know, the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. He would not die um, before he saw the Lord's Messiah. And then moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts. Like the Spirit. The, the, the spirit is at work and um, he, he's spirit sensitive, you know, uh, not trying to talk like a Jedi here, but, but he's, he's spirit sensitive. He, 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 he hears the spirit. He feels the spirit. He obeys the spirit. Um, just that picture of that life. Like, like I want to, I would love for my life to be described that way, you know, uh, as someone who um, has the spirit on him who hears things from the spirit, who responds to the Holy Spirit. Like what a great picture that was to me. Yeah, it's great. I, I, I was going to point out the same thing. I, especially Simeon, um, although Anna is almost exactly the same, Simeon mm-hmm. and Anna. But when you're reading about Simeon, I was just thinking all Simeon lived for was to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when he sees mm-hmm. Jesus, he recognizes him, you know, mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of other people in the temple and none mm-hmm. of them realize that Jesus is Jesus. You know, they, they see a baby boy presented in the temple, mm-hmm. um, but none of them know that he's the savior of the universe. He just walks right by him. 
Yep. Simeon is keeping watch. Yes. He's just full alert all the time, his entire life. Where's Jesus? Mm-hmm. Is he here today? Like, think about how many days he had to have been there at the temple. Yeah. You know, and how many babies he had to have seen. And he knew, nope, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that. Like, you'd get tired after a few days of doing that. Yeah. Like, what am I doing with my time? Mm-hmm. You know, what? Do, I wonder if other people saying what couples what? uncomfortable. Like, why is this old guy keep looking at my baby? <laughs> Exactly. Don't you have anything better to do with your time than just sit there looking at babies uh-huh. in the temple? Mm-hmm. And then he sees Jesus. You know, after however many years, he he finally sees Jesus, and it's like, okay, you can kill me now, God. I don't, I don't care. My whole life has been just mm-hmm. uh, fulfilled in this one moment, and oh. that was enough for me just to see Jesus. And I think that's a great like thing to imitate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, am I, are my eyes just open for Jesus? Is that, is that what I'm looking for? And if I did see this, see Jesus, would that be enough for me in life? Did you hear my snap? Because I was just going to say the same thing, Brendan. Um, <laughs> like, would that be enough? I think uh-huh. that's an, a convicting, but awesome question. If, if all my life ever resulted in was I got to see Jesus instead of doing all these things, if that is all it was resulted in, would that be satisfactory to me? Yeah. It, it should, uh-huh. you know, right? Like, I think we should be able to say yes. Like, the, if, if all my life culminated in is I got to see the, the Messiah, um, that should be enough. You know, like, what would it look like to just make that, like, here's, like, like Simeon wakes up every day, like, I'm just going to keep my eyes open for the Messiah. I'm going to keep my eyes open, you know, and look for him. Like, what if we approached every day like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, again, we live on the other side of, of Jesus's life, death and resurrection in the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is embodied all over the place now, you know, in, in believers in, um, in, in, like we talked about earlier this week, uh, we, he's, he's at work. His activity is all around us. Um, what would it look like to wake up every day like Simeon, like with an expectation, like today might be the day. Today might be the day I see, I see Jesus. I see the, I see this, the Messiah. Yeah. And, and to be on the lookout, like keep watch, you said. That's, that'd be a great theme for Advent. You should write a book <laughs> called Keep Watch because that is a good posture. You know, uh, Rachel will sometimes ask me before we go to bed, where did you see Jesus today? Mm-hmm. And more often than not, I'm like, I don't know. I just want to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> she should ask you like at noon, maybe instead of late at night. Imagine or if like Simeon was standing there. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> loser. Yeah. Like, yeah, I spent my like, whole life trying to find him, and, and I don't know uh, if he was married, but did his wife ask him that every night? Like, did I you don't... see Jesus today? Like, no, not yet. But I'm, I'm oh. I know he's coming. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. yeah. But, but you know. Did, did you find, I mean, a silly question, but did you like, when, when you read verse 28, uh, you know, or I did, Simeon took him in his arms and praised him. Like, did you have a picture of like Simba? Like just like, no, the, the, that monkey That's just great. holding them up like really high. Like I just picture like, I wonder if he was just like so overwhelmed with, with just joy and awe, you know, just like, uh-huh. I just picture that sort of like um, moment. 
it's you know, or maybe it was just more life. tender. But here's the other thing, um, w- whether it's Simeon or with Anna, um, they both uh, positioned themselves to see, to not miss the Lord. Yep. Um, and I think that's a word for us. Like This wasn't just a random, casual encounter. Uh, Simeon was righteous and devout. I mean, that, that takes um, effort. That take, I mean, it's Jesus, it's God's righteousness, but, but he made choices to live a life. He positioned himself um, in proximity to the presence of God in the, in the temple. Like he, he positioned himself. In Anna, like she, she worshiped night and day, fasted and prayed. Like th- there's disciplines, I guess, maybe um, that both Simeon and Anna incorporated into their everyday lives and cultivated with perseverance over the long haul um, that I think positioned them to have this type of experience and encounter. And I don't think we have any hope of having these kind of encounters and experiences apart from also taking, you know, responsibility to like, to immerse ourselves into the disciplines of prayer in, in worship in fasting in scripture. So that's back to the beginning of Monday when you talked about and invited people, like as we turn a corner into 2021, if the, if the scriptures aren't a part of your daily life, um, what would it look like to begin a habit of that? What would it look like to begin, even if it's uh, a few minutes every morning, but um, if we only rely on like Sunday gatherings to be our source of feeding in, in spiritual disciplines, um, I, we're going to live a reduced life. We're going to, I fear we're going to miss Jesus in our everyday life. Then um, I, I, you get what I'm saying? I, yep. I think there's a word in here for us yep. from, from these characters. I, I agree. Um, and, but um, mm-hmm. it had been revealed to him by the Holy spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. there's even, res- that's mm-hmm. even a response. His, yes. his dedication in the temple is a faithful response to what the Holy Spirit provoked in him earlier in his life. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not mm-hmm. see death before he'd seen the Lord's Messiah. And so he held on to that promise. So good. everything we do, even those actions, even your actions to form a habit is a response to the Lord's activity in your life. You have reason mm-hmm. to believe that you're going to meet God there because you've encountered him in the past. He's promised you he'll show up. He's a faithful God. And so you're responding to that by entering in and positioning yourself accordingly. So, so good. There's an and button there, which is yeah. it's good. So thank you for that, Matt. And thank you everyone for listening today, tomorrow. So tonight is New Year's Eve. And uh, hope you have safe and great celebrations, whatever it looks mm-hmm. like for you. Um, and then tomorrow is a new leaf. Yeah. It's okay to listen to this a little bit later in the morning tomorrow if you need to. Yes. Um, But let's let's start the year together uh, with a fresh reading plan. Yes. So we're going to cross the, in in my, everyone has a mental calendar, you know, well, we'll talk Mm -hmm. about this tomorrow. So go, everybody go in peace and we will, we'll be with you tomorrow. We'll talk about whatever I was going to say with mental calendars and stuff then. Uh, Happy New Year's Eve. Talk to you later. Bye. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, 
please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.